self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation Conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on twitter and instagram at m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and on tiktok at eddie b talking and eddie b eating and i could be found on instagram at red underscore calamity if you have a question comment reddit letter anything you would like for us to address on the show you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com, or you can uh, find us on the aforementioned social media. Yep. Uh, we have been on a little bit of a hiatus, uh, a month roughly to be exact, about five weeks by the time y'all listen to this, because of random events and shit. You know, I was out of town for one weekend. One week, I just wasn't getting no damn sleep. One week, Red was coughing like a moose. Uh, you know, I went to Six Flags. She so went to Six, yeah, like random shit. You know, um, but the reality that we are facing is that we tired of fucking with recording this shit on Sunday morning, so we <laughs> gotta find another day. Now we happen to be working in the same office. You know, because Red done stepped out there and got on her own therapist grind uh, instead of working for the man. She, I mean, <laughs> her boss ain't a man or the man, but still, she's on her own. <laughs> so we're working in the same office. So we got opportunities to, like, record in the same office space, maybe even set up a little room in the office as a, you know, a impromptu recording studio. So that's we're looking forward to, I guess, a different quality of exchange. Um and convenience in recording again so that we can you know get that together because Sunday is the weekend if you got another way another day to do that that's more convenient for us that said we do have a listener letter from that came today it hasn't been sitting there for five weeks (laughs) yeah it, it just got here 59 minutes ago and we appreciate you for sending us that Deb from Kansas we appreciate appreciate you I miss y'all, right? I appreciate you. It feels good to be missed, but it don't feel good to create the circumstances upon which you are missed if you don't have to. So we try not to do that. Hello from the other side, right? Ha ha ha. This is Dale from Kansas again. I really missed your show the past couple of weeks, and I hope that you are coming back. After I wrote you in July, Mr. On Point wanted to know how I feel about the new format of your show with Reddit letters replacing current news. I always did like your take on the tomfoolery going out here in the world, especially the celebrity nonsense. For instance, right now, I'd love to hear y'all's take on Kiki Palmer's charges of physical abuse against her baby father. Is there a bigger issue to discuss here? It seems like there's almost an epidemic of men abusing very attractive or very accomplished women. Some men just seem unable to tolerate their partners outshining them. What are your thoughts on this? The last thing is ageism in regards to politicians. Is Joe Biden too old to be president again? Should there be a maximum age for our politicians? Or is our society just extremely, still extremely unfairly biased against older folks? By the way, why so much negativity about boomers? Technically, I fit into the boomer category, but I was happy to find out that I'm in a subcategory of boomers called the Jones generation. I feel a little better about it because when people use boomer as a derogatory term, I can now say that they are not referring to me. The last part is just for the two of you. 
I host an internet radio show called Excursions and Rock and Pop Music on Saturdays at 5 p.m. Central Time. I love to have you listen if you have the time. It's on radio. Desert Heat Radio. <laughs> Desert Heat Radio. Sir. <laughs> it could be like throw several things and see it feels like. Dessert got two S's. <laughs> I mean, when you start off reading it, dessert, okay, desert, okay, my bad. Yeah. I don't get smart at what I'm smart at. <laughs> it's on www.desertheatradio.com. I mostly play music from the 60s to the 90s, but every now and then I'll bust out something new. I usually have a theme for each show, such as Motown songs or songs under two minutes, etc. Deb from Kansas. Oh, yeah, I'm absolutely going to check that out. That's the music I listen to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hate new music. That's what I'm saying, 60s and 90s? Yeah, I listen to that. What's the last song that you heard listened to from the 90s? From the 90s? Probably a white band. Um, Black. Black person from the 90s? Um, probably some R&B. I got a whole '90s um radio on my series, my XM satellite that I listen to. So like, I literally every day probably listen to something from the '90s. But I can't. I also have a 2000 like other decades channel, so it's hard for me to like be like which one was on the '90s channel. But oh, was Changing Faces from the '90s? Yes. Get out. Get right. close enough. Get out. If not, get out by change your faces. And the song I was talking about, I think it's from 2000, mm, 2002, maybe. Oh, maybe. So I I did a trauma check yesterday. So I'm on TikTok scrolling and a video pop up with four boys on it and one yay from Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. One yay got four sons. Yes, and they he was a all, lot of children, but he, he has four well sons. in this video he had four sons yeah. that were all singing. One was doing the singing, one was doing the harmony. The one that was singing sounds just like young Wanye. Like runs, the that that slight that Wanye voice, you know, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. And so it was like Wanye versus his sons. Then he did his voice, his his verse from um one of their songs. I can't remember which song. Anthony. I think that was it, yeah. And then he did his, and it's clearly older voice, but it made me be like, damn, boys to men. And so I went back to boys to men, but I chose a song that I haven't really listened to since I I got broke up with on my way to college. (laughs) It just happened to be playing on the radio when she called me and said, we ain't in a relationship no more. And, you know, looking back at it, it it wasn't no big deal because it was barely a relationship as it was. You know, but I had also never been broke up with before. So the song was called Oh Well by Boys to Men. And it basically said, um, it starts off, since you've been gone, I've been lonely, longing for be with you only. And so that's the gist of the song. Like you got broke up with, but it's like, oh well, um, I'll try again, type shit. And I was like, well, damn, this one hell of a fucking song for that shit to be going on on. But I looked that song up and listened to that after I came across that video yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't recall really feeling nothing from it happening. I just remember that song being played, you know what I'm saying? I mean, music tied to memories, for sure. Yeah. Kind of like I remember the level uh, of Super Mario I was on when my mama came and started whooping my ass one time. 
I don't remember what I did, but I remember that. <laughs> and when I get to that level piece, I remember that whooping boy. Uh, but yeah, thanks for sending us this letter, Dale. We're gonna get to responding to that thing, and uh, we ain't going nowhere. We just been on on some fucking side missions and shit. <laughs> so, what you want to talk about first? You want to talk about Kiki Palmer? Yeah, let's go in the order that she mentioned. All well, right. Kiki, listen, let me tell you something. I don't know why everybody's surprised. Um. Him putting that message about, um, but you a mom though when she wore the outfit. Cause here's the thing, regardless of whether or not you agree, I would not wear my ass out uh, at any point. But I also dress a little bit more conservatively, just not even because I feel like women should. It's just what I do. I'm not comfortable. I wouldn't have been comfortable in what she had on. However, that being said, she can wear whatever the fuck she want to wear. And his his getting on social media and trying to publicly shame her for what she had on and saying the reason why it was inappropriate is because she's a mother was just like it just felt very controlling. So I'm not surprised that it comes out that his controlling was also uh, in a mix with him potentially being abusive. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, it's it's terrible. I hate it. Um, it just goes to show, like, stop fucking having babies with people so quickly. It take a while before you actually see how a motherfucker is, and I get it. Okay, I'm finna be what in less than a month. I'll be 39, and I don't have no kids, and so you know, I get women get in their 30s and want to rush shit, but when you rush shit, you have shit like this happen. Okay, like. That baby ain't even a year old and you already having this shit. That could have been avoided. <laughs> like, I just... Anyway, um, I wasn't surprised by him, by her accusing him of doing that because it goes along in line with the controlling um, behavior that he exhibited when she had... Because she went to go see Usher. It's Usher. Usher sing to ladies. That's what Usher do. Usher say it in his songs all the fucking time. Like, it's a show. <laughs> Did you ever watch Insecure? Yeah. Um. Enough to I remember the characters? Watched, but I watched the whole thing, but it was after everybody else watched it because I don't like watching okay. things. <laughs> you kept it secret, too. You kept it on the low, too. Like not, it sounded like not only do you not watch stuff when people watching it, but you watch it in secret. So I act like you ain't watching. Yeah. So I could just watch <laughs> Probably it. Probably because you don't want people to think you watched it when they watched it, which is at the height of its popularity because you don't like that shit. I just don't like and I can't even tell you why. It just I don't like doing it. <laughs> so did you know I can't remember his name. What's the dude name that uh Issa's friend was uh had a wife and they was messing around? Oh, the light-skinned dude with the curly hair. I can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. So, that's his brother. Okay. Because at a certain point, all of these people was on Insecure. He was on Insecure? The boyfriend? Yes. Yeah, all of them. Just for a brief little role, yes. Okay. Now, the girl that played Tasha is that's Dominique Perry. Brother is her baby daddy. Mm-hmm. We know that. Younger brother is Kiki, Kiki Palmer, Palmer baby daddy. Yeah. We got that. 
Um, so I'm just going to go into the, the tea of what's been going on about this situation. So, all right. Kiki Palmer's mama came out. I didn't watch the video, but it sounded like the gist of the video was, hey, uh, this is some bullshit that he learned from his brother because his older brother's abusive. And now his younger brother's abusive. And I didn't see my, the video, but I remember yeah, seeing shit. Put my did. family through this shit, right? We'll say that that's what the video is about. And now, mind you, this is from a family that don't be talking about shit. I was just like, forever. Even when Kiki Palmer talked about Trey Song, she said, hey, listen, I, I, I didn't want to be in no fucking video. I'm staying out of this shit. Yep. She said, I ain't going to say nothing about it. Ain't We ain't never seen Kiki Palmer mama coming out saying no shit. Nope. So for her mama to come out here in a private family, this, this guy, like, that it validates something for me in this situation. Mm-hmm. So now, older brother come out saying, I ain't never talked to her mama. I ain't saying nothing. Shit, he shouldn't have said. He just said, stay the fuck out of it because he came out and he gave an abusive response to what the mama was saying. You know, and I was like, oh, shit, no, nah, bro. And then if you go look under the comments on his shit on the shade room, everybody's saying, bro, you should have just kept your mouth shut. Because, <laughs> you know, tweet and delete is a thing. You know, they go on these little tweet and delete things, but you can't hide nothing from the internet, man. If you post something, motherfuckers, it's, it's somebody's job to be screenshotting this shit. Yep. It's somebody's job to be screenshotting this shit. So, alright, so this happened. Kiki and, uh, and younger brother, they stay quiet, but these folks is going at it. And then, Dominique Perry, <laughs> she put up an emoji with some popcorn on it. <laughs> which, you know, represents waiting for the show entertainment so a lot of people was like oh she just laughing at this you know so she had to put out a statement saying basically look i ain't in this but shit in the dark gonna come to the light and people are taking that as confirmation that them niggas is abusive mm -hmm. so at the end of the day how i feel about this situation is it don't matter how a a woman looks it don't matter how attractive she is. It don't matter. None of that stuff. The problem is patriarchy. The problem is that men are entitled. The problem that men are physically stronger than women. The problem is men are conditioned to be jealous. Men are conditioned to look at women like property. And when you put all them shits together, they combine like a megazord of fucking bullshit and turn into a nigga who is willing to harm you in order to please his fragile, fragile ego, who is willing to harm you to make sure his pride don't take a hit. Like, there is no reason for you to, uh, uh, to against your girlfriend, or throw her ass all over the couch trying to get her phone from her, get her phone, and then leave. Like, why are you doing that? What do you believe is happening? You know? Even in the event that you're in a relationship with this person, and she's talking to the people that she want to be talking to, what right do you have to infringe on that other person's space? Like, you don't. I don't believe nobody had a right to infringe on another person's space. If somebody is doing you wrong, what is any of that shit going to help you? Now, I think the biggest problem in relationships today in regards to this is that too many people stay in abusive relationships once the abuse, emer abuse emerges. And I'm not minimizing how difficult it is for people who are abused to get out of abusive relationships but like we have a we have a very sadistic society so parents sparing the rod and spoiling the child 
is grooming kids to accept an abusive relationship. My mama beating my ass and saying, I'm doing this because I love you. Grooming a kid to uh, accept an abusive relationship. Us making fun of fucking the, uh, using the Ike Turner memes and shit is grooming kids to participate in abusive relationships and grooming adults to minimize the effects of abuse. People using like Whitney Houston memes and shit, dressing like Whitney Houston and Bobby for the holidays. All these shits. We live in a society that primes us to stay in abusive relationships and deal with shit that we ain't got no goddamn business participating in or or accepting. And so I don't think it matters. Women of all shapes, sizes, creeds, wealth, beauty, races, all of them be experiencing this in different countries all around the globe. Because we have a colonized world through the lens of patriarchy, which patriarchy, capitalism, white supremacy, democracy, all of that shit came over here on the same boat from a European lens of how society should be. And we all know them European motherfuckers have been violent for the long haul. So, yeah, uh, she says some men are unable to tolerate their partners outshining them. Absolutely. That's that toxic masculinity, that patriarchy, that, that part of patriarchy, where a woman can't have more than a man, a man got to take care of everything. You know, a man can't share his emotions. He can't be, the only emotion he can show is anger. And the only emotion he is capable of showing is anger. And so this end up being the reason why these situations show up, why we tolerate it as a society, why we laugh at it, why a whole bunch of men and women be like, I don't believe it's true. I think it's a lie. All of that shit rooted in patriarchy. And patriarchy got to be dismantled. It, I mean, it ain't much you can do with it, but from my vantage point, we, we got to get rid of that shit. You know, but at the end of the day, I, I hope Kiki Palmer can get away from this man. Uh, I don't know what the, the thing that I don't be knowing what to say in this situation is what it should mean about his relationship with his son. You know, I don't want to say Kiki Palmer need to get away from him and then keep that son away from him forever. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. I think that a man with problems should still have an opportunity to raise his son as long as his son don't see them problems while he is raising him. And so if Kiki Palmer and his relationship together, they are toxic. If apart, they can not do this stuff in front of his son. And when his son is with him, if he can not do this stuff in front of his son, then I, I don't, he should have a relationship with his son. You know, but if he's just a violent, abusive, problematic dude that they that his son is always going to see some stuff in, in happening, then that's where now you don't, you're not earning the right for your son to be in your life. Same way for a mama. Mama was doing some violent ass abusive shit in front of her son, then and the father wasn't, then the daddy need that baby. You know, that that's my take on that piece. So yeah, kind of ranty there. Um, I'm just tired of men being on this fucking trip. I just tired of it. The last thing against um is ageism and regarding politics. I don't it's, give a shit about no ageism. I don't give a fuck. Okay. When you got uh Mitch McConnell glitching on the fucking stage, okay, it, it, the thing here's the thing, okay, about ageism. Okay, I'm not saying ageism is not a thing, but I'm also we also have to recognize that there are 
deficits that occur as we get older. And I'm sorry, but running the fucking country or being in positions high up and that's going to impact, you need to be lucid, okay? You need to be able to get through a press conference without fucking checking out mentally, randomly. Like, that's a problem. It's a fucking problem. There needs to I I think that there needs to be an age limit just because of the severity of the job. Because other, there are other places in which you can't do certain shit at a certain age. I can't join the FBI right now because I'm too fucking old. <laughs> okay. Military got a limit on when you can join that shit. Like, there are limits in other places that make sense because of what the, re- the job requires. Politics is one of those jobs where you need your mental faculties. Okay. We got a whole lot of old people right now in these offices that's just fucking up because they can't because they can't just be old and be at the house yelling at kids to get off their lawn. Like they they having to be out here making big decisions. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't I don't think that it's I don't think there should be any positions in our government where you get a lifetime um seat. I think that shit is bananas. Why? Again, I'm not saying that I don't feel like older people should be able to work and all of this shit, but we got to do that shit with some some common sense, okay? It, it needs to make sense. Mitch McConnell's whole career is down to him being a meme now. Because <laughs> he can't. And it's, it's terrible. I don't know what's going on with him. I really think that he needs to just step down and, and go and retire and just enjoy his dementia. But I, I just don't, yeah. I, I think it's, I don't think, I think every position in politics needs a, a end date for these folks. And if that's ageism, then I, I'll accept it because that's how I feel. Sorry. Hmm. That man ain't been taking his Metamucil. <laughs> no oh, fiber and shit. Central one of days. Struggling. Yeah, that man's on one of they gummies. <laughs> Probably can't chew like he used to. You know, that's ageist. But, I mean, is it ageist or is it the truth? If it's truth? true. You know, because like, sometimes it, shit just be true. Well, at, when we born, we start to die. And when we start to die, our body start fucking... Is, what? Why'd you put it like that? We, when we born, we start to die. That's what happened. I mean, we peak, and then we start deteriorating like a motherfucker. Jesus. Like, we peak, what, 29, 30 or some shit? As soon as 30 get here, your fucking knee creaking. <laughs> Don't know why. You can feel the fucking weather. If you ain't been going to the dentist, the fucking root canal about to end your life. Like, at, a, at, at when you peak, probably give or take five or six years, and then you start fucking declining. Your, your metabolism change. Menopause at some point, you know, men sexual drive start declining while women's sexual drive starts increasing. Men's testosterone. Say what? (laughs) I I feel like that's God's little joke. It it gotta be, gotta be. But either way, it's for a man with a high sex drive, it's perfect. You know, um, it's so many shits that happen. That we we start dealing with at a certain point. So yeah, we start to decline. So by the time so 
not being able to chew like you used to, that's that's right, whether your teeth fucked up or whether your jaw weak now. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a level to speaking on older people that is just the truth of aging. The question becomes, are there things that people who are old that are capable of it should be restricted from because of the weight of the, the role? And there is room to look at driving in that because, I mean, I, I don't know. I would like to see the data of how many people are spazzing out or seizing out or having age-related issues in the data. Uh, and, but in this conversation, the president, man, come on. Come on, man. We, come on, man. We already, if not, if only for such a start change in the generations between then and now. You know what I'm saying? We should not be, our country shouldn't be being ran by people who was in a house with one of them stoves that you used to have to use coal with. <laughs> Why do they making decisions about the energy consumption? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody who was born before you could have full-blown access to a vehicle, why are they making decisions about, about this shit? You know what I'm saying? And then, like, Joe Biden's interests don't serve us at this point. I ain't, you know, I'm probably going to talk about the Israel shit at the end of the podcast if I feel like it <laughs> because this shit is I haven't been able to wrap my thoughts around this shit but Joe Biden is too old to be president I do think that there is a maximum age for politicians I don't think it's age I think it's like Red said facilities I think there should be a, a test before people become president to make sure that their facilities are present and then I think that a president after over a certain age should be checked every year because now we sit here had a whole election cycle with people talking about Joe Biden is in the basement they won't let him come out they, you know oh man he stuttered oh man he failed it's just a whole election cycle about this dude just being old and the reality is we can't even say that it definitely ain't the case no we can't even say it definitely ain't the case in terms of him having his mental facility. Now we know he used to stutter, so some of that, some of those gaps that he be having when he be talking, is that stuttering shit showing up, you know. But yeah, no, nah, president. I think a president should have an age limit, and or there should be some very rigorous testing to determine if an older person has the, their facilities. In order to, you know, because do we think the military would hire a eighty year old motherfucker? They wouldn't. There's a cutoff. There's a cutoff. Yeah, exactly. Like the military ain't hiring an old ass motherfucker. You think a, uh, you think a school finna hire an eighty year old superintendent? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's a whole host of places that would not yeah. hire an old motherfucker. I got a, I got a person that I've been working with that's fucking over seventy five. Can't find a job. Yep. Can't find a job. Nobody will hire him. You yep. know? So why why the president different? Why why somebody who is 80 years old get to have some ideals and be making decisions for a motherfucker tw uh, twice his age like me? Or half his age like me? But I feel the same way about the Supreme Court justices. Why do they have lifelong terms? That shit is what, what, lifelong? 
So you, if you live to 99, you just 99 years old sitting up in the fucking chambers making like no, that don't make no sense. <laughs> and we see the problem that poses with motherfucker like Diane Feinstein. Yep. Her motherfucking ass, they been wheeling her fucking uh tales from the crypt keeper ass in a fucking chair <laughs> for this whole goddamn time. She been sick. And I don't know who he been even making the decisions for her ass. She ain't been making her own fucking decisions. So she fucked the game up. Allowed a fucking extra seat to be open, not knowing what was going to happen to it. So the question becomes, did she ever care about the importance of her seat being held as a Democrat leader? Or did she just want that fucking power and then give a fuck what happened after she got out of here? That's the problem. I think all these positions need to be seasoned. Yes. I think you do. need to be uh, not be able to be a politician for no longer than goddamn 12 years. And rules can be made about how laws change because the idea is that, well, if we just let the Supreme Court just be people who change all the time, then the law of the land will be changing all the time. The law of the land changes all the time any fucking way, number yeah. one. Number two, the law of the land has been manipulated by the Republicans stacking the Supreme Court. And number three, motherfucker, there's ways to do every goddamn thing. If you don't sit down and decide how to do the goddamn thing, then yes, that's always going to be your fucking problem. That's always going to be your fucking problem. You can't focus on that shit, but I think those positions should be seasoned. I don't mm -hmm. think nobody should be in politics, politics as long as Mitch McConnell. Motherfucker, you can name half of the goddamn Senate and the House. Them, none of them old ass motherfuckers should have been there as long as they have, not because they old, but because they've been there long enough to build up problematic, broken relationships, enough to line their pockets with lobbying money, to align with lobbying interests, to get promised. Um, because a lot of politicians get promised uh, seats on boards of a lot of these companies that they're helping, so that when you out of politics, we'll give you a job that pay you more than what politics was paying you the whole time you was in it. Why wouldn't you do that? I would do that. Mm -hmm. I would do that for a left-leaning something that make me for for prison reform. If prison reform lobbying motherfucker said, "Hey, we we lobbying, we gonna give you a seat on." Why wouldn't I do that shit, knowing that politics can end at any point in time? What I'm saying is that shit shouldn't be possible. Motherfucking humans fall into that shit. I ain't got that much goddamn integrity. I'm sure somebody do. I got a lot now. Don't get me wrong. You know, I don't got none level integrity. You know what I'm saying? The kind of integrity I got is if if I saw a drug dealer running full speed and came around across the corner and bumped into me and pulled $5,000 out of his pocket and handed it to me and said, shh, and kept running, <laughs> and I saw the police coming behind him, nigga, I ain't see shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my integrity level. My integrity level is circumstantial. If a moment, a moment impacts me positively, and nobody have to know, then I, I'm not going to say no to that moment. You know, so when I say I ain't got the integrity, yeah, if something, if I can get away with some shit because the rules allow me to get away with it and everybody else is getting away with it, why the fuck wouldn't I? Now, AOC might be a motherfucker that don't. Rashida Talib might be a motherfucker that don't. But, but Eddie? Mm -mm. So nobody should have that opportunity. To be thinking like that because what we're seeing is a lot of motherfuckers in politics is capitalizing on that shit, especially Republicans. I know Democrats are too. Motherfucker, Democrats and Republicans make no mistake, it's fucking 
splitting a hair. Okay. That said, anytime I advocate for uh, Democrats and I shit on Republicans, it's because Republicans noticeably make the world worse for brown people like me. <laughs> Republicans notoriously make it worse for brown people like the kids and the families that I work with. We can go down a list of the ways that they made life more difficult for brown people when Trump was in office. And again, is Joe Biden making it better for black people? I mean, probably not. Let's just say no. He ain't making it better for black people. But he ain't motherfucking reversing bullshit that's going to make it worse for black people. He's just not making it worse. And from my vantage point, a party that don't do shit versus a party that motherfucking put you in fucking social and emotional debt as a culture is clear what the choice is. A lot of motherfuckers be like, well, the Democrat party don't do nothing for you. Oh, I completely agree. And I'd rather nothing be done for, I'd rather nothing be done until all these old motherfuckers dead. <laughs> That's my new perspective on politics. I'd rather nothing change until all the old folks die. So in 12, by 12 years, all these niggas should be dead. Chuck Schumer should be gone. Motherfucking Trump should be gone. Joe Biden should be gone. A whole bunch of these motherfuckers should be gone at that point. So that's my new perspective on politics. I believe it should stay the same until all these motherfucking old folks did. And then when they, when the new, newer, young, sixty-two-year-olds <laughs> are in there, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. Uh, we talking about old in the context of like eighty-year-old motherfuckers, but a fresh, fresh, young, fifty-nine-year-old congressman. <laughs> That's what's going to be happening. They still old, but at least they ain't like that old goddamn. Anyway, another ranty moment. I mean, maybe I'm missing talking about the news, goddamn. Mm -hmm. Anyway. um, Boomers. Okay. Boomer is not a an age more than it is a I, I, I mentality. Oh. Uh, but there are so many people in that generation with that mentality that the young people just call them all boomers. Like you don't get a call to boomer until you do some boomer ass shit. You know, you don't get called a boomer until you say, well, you know, the young generation, they don't want to just settle down and buy a house. They want to rent an Airbnb. Bitch, y'all fucked up the housing market. Like shut the fuck up. Like that's boomer shit. You know, well, when y'all was my age, I went to college and and I and I got my got right out of college and bought my own car. Bitch, college cost you four thousand dollars. And you know what happened? While you were going to college in fucking liberal arts, underwater basket weaving and shit, somebody your same age was in business trying to figure out how to fuck over the future students of America by making college expensive as fuck. And another one of the motherfuckers was in business trying to figure out how to monopolize the goddamn real estate industry. And another one was trying to figure out how to create systems in the stock market so that they can make a whole bunch of money. And a lot of other motherfuckers was giving out loans left and right, left and right, because they had the money to trapping motherfuckers after they even graduated into another 25-year cycle of paying your garbage-ass shit off. Like, why am I watching videos on TikTok of people saying, when I got out of college, my loans were $80,000. I've been paying uh, $1,000 a month for goddamn the last 10 years, and now I owe $90,000.
man. My motherfucking student loans is between them and God. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Are they going to come arrest a nigga for loans? I don't know. I'll go to jail. <laughs> this, this is what it is. This, like, why they create a world? And then here we are with a pandemic where loan payments been fucking people up. And motherfuckers is acting like the reason that the loan payments was fucking people up was because of the pandemic. No, nigga. The reason that loans was fucking people up was because of inflation. And even after the pandemic end, inflation still came. So, what the fuck? Starting loan payments back is, why are you doing that? Anyway, yeah. I don't even know what the Jones generation is. Did you look that up? You know what the Jones generation is? You heard of that before? Mm-mm. Let's see what the Jones generation is. I want to know what that is. The Jones generation. This is the... Their parents... Okay, Generation Jones is the social cohort of the latter half of the baby boomer generation to the first year of Generation X. The term Generation Jones was coined by American cultural commentator Jonathan Pontell, who identified... Okay, what does it mean? Unlike leading edge boomers, I guess that's the opposite to the the uh, first half of them, which was um, leading edge boomers, second half Generation Jones did not grow up with World War II veterans as fathers, and as they reached adulthood, there was no compulsory military service and no defining political cause as opposed to the United States involvement in the Vietnam War was for the older households had at least one television set. And so unlike leading-edge boomers born from 1946 to 1953, many members of Generation Jones trailing-edge boomers have never lived in a world without television, similar to how many... Members of Generation Z have never lived without personal computers on the internet. I wonder what what is the tail end version of Generation X? What are we? I don't know nothing about these fucking generations. What are we? We generation. We generation. Generation X. But we like at the tail end of Generation X. Um, millennials. We millennials. Not not. No, we at the beginning of millennials. Okay. Yeah, millennials is like 1983, I want to say, until. So when you hear motherfuckers talking about millennials, like motherfuckers from the like 90s and shit, born in the 90s and stuff, I used to be like, I ain't no millennial, but we we motherfucking millennials. Mm-hmm. Um, But again, it's, it's a different version of millennials because our version of millennials grew up with a different amount of shit and different issues than the second half of the millennials, which is why that second half of millennials don't represent us, even though technically we're in the same category. I just can't remember the, the reason. I mean, I clearly we, we grew up without cell phones and shit, you know? So us, we had to figure out life in terms of how to exist without our parents having constant access to us so that uh, come in before the street light shit that was not necessary at a certain point at a certain point you can just call the kids <laughs> you just call the motherfucker come in so all of that shit is different and maybe I don't know uh, I never had to think about but you're not a boomer because of your age uh, you are a boomer because of your mentality and if you're one of those older people who Young people this, young people that, and my day this, and my day that. 
or you just giving some old antiquated version of of society that's different like that um a lot of times people being called a boomer is when they be referencing work you know because a lot of people in that generation they just worked uh, and gave their undying lifelong allegiance to a company and didn't get nothing from it and so when they be seeing these young people quitting they start getting on they fucking these young people don't have no work ethic that's boomer shit you know so it's a mentality you cannot you could be uh you could be older and not be a boomer you know just inform yourself about reasonable takes for our present in terms of considering the technology that we have and the changes from back in the day like get out of what that time represented you know but yeah thanks for that letter deb from kansas i enjoyed that a lot yep it was good um so i have a theme but before that so um i got a refund on elden ring God damn! What happened? <laughs> I don't. It's not even that. Like so. I hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. Let me start. Yesterday, Red called me and said, "Hey, I'm downloading Elden Ring." I was like, "Oh, wait a minute. Why are you downloading Elden Ring? Why do you want to play that?" For me, that is in a genre of games that I call glutton for punishment games. And Colin probably know what I'm talking about when I say that. It's just a series of games that just wants you to die. And they want you to try really, really, really hard at learning the patterns of the enemies, the walking patterns of the enemies, the fighting patterns of the enemies, and eventually win. That brings no gratification to me. Now, it brings gratification to the people that play those kind of games. It brings none to me, which is why Red is talking about Elden Ring. Okay, now, tell me why. What happened? So, So, I need a tutorial. On a, on a game. When I when I open a game, I like for them to help you understand how the mechanics work. I feel like that makes sense. It did not fucking do that. There were all these messages on the ground, and I didn't understand oh, mm-hmm. what the fuck it even, what the purpose of them were, because they seemed nonsensical, and I couldn't figure it out. And because I couldn't figure out the messages... I couldn't figure out how to get from the first part of the fucking game because it said something about a secret door and I was trying to fit. I was like, this is <laughs> not what I... So the reason I got it, a couple of reasons. So my birthday is uh, the 4th of December and I impulsively... Well, not really. Imp- spontaneously went and bought an ROG Alley. Mm, I think the first word was, was good. Impulsive? Was it impulsive? Listen, I, y'all. Let me tell you why I say impulsive. <laughs> Red told me she was going to buy a Steam Deck. And I was like, okay, shit, playing computer games. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute. I, I know of a device that Colin just got that might be better. It's called the ROG Ally. And so I messaged him. He said, that's a cool device. Good. Uh, 100% get that. And I was like, okay, shit, you should look into getting that. Y'all, we was in the office together. <laughs> I'm seeing a client and Red said I wanted to talk to you before you had a client but now it's too late. I was like, what? She <laughs> got left the office, went to Best Buy, bought the damn thing and brought it back to the office to start charging it up. Tell me that ain't motherfucking impulsive. Like, I walked in her office and the bitch, it ain't even in the box no more. It's charging. <laughs> I only see people for an hour. 
She done drove to the store, caught back, opened the bitch up, read some kind of instruction, I imagine, plugged the bitch in, and it's charging when I get in there. That's <laughs> impulsive. Even yeah. though there was a, a pre-existing idea of purchasing a device that you could play games on, you told me you was going to get that bitch on your birthday. Yeah. That's impulsive. It is. But, I mean, it ain't like it wasn't calculated. It's just the way it came about was impulsive. Um, but yeah, so, so I have the, the ROG Ally and, um, <clears throat> I wanted to test out the graphics on it because I can take that bitch back till uh, January. So I wanted to see what the graphics was. So I played the Sims 4 quite a bit and I have all of them on Xbox. So I've been using Xbox cloud gaming to, play the sims on it and the sims play very well but i wanted to like do like a, a, a um game that was downloaded to the actual device and like that was like kind of a um a game that needed a lot of graphics and and, and would really push it and i like games like kingdoms of Al- Amalar. i don't know how to say it i think it's Amalar. um i like the lord of the rings uh i can't the one where he like got the ghost with him I can't remember the names of those particular games. Dante's Inferno, like shit like that. And so I went to look up games and I just played uh, Tears of the Kingdom. And so I wanted something with an open world. When I went in and searched for like open world games, Elden Ring kept coming up. It kept coming up as like the suggested game. So that's why. Um, But Steam, let me get my money back so i still need to find a game that i i so i also downloaded my time at sand rock because i like my time at porsche but again it's not like graphic heavy it's not a graphic heavy game it's just a cozy game like the sims that i could play so i'm still looking for a game that i would actually want to play that would showcase the graphics of the device so i don't know what that's gonna be but elden ring was not it so yeah it's I mean, I don't remember getting caught up by no secret though when I started playing and I eventually got out. But that's another component to those games is there's usually a community component. So in one of the games I played like Neo, you could see people's shadows around you fighting the same enemies you're fighting. Is that Um, what the shadow was? Yes. If you saw like a shadows running around you, it was other people. I don't like this shit. Playing online. That's why I ain't like um, this new uh, Diablo. Because people yeah. playing, I don't like this shit. But all of those messages, amongst those messages, it's some of them will be helping you. A lot of them is trolling. But like when you get ready to go to a boss, you'll see a bunch of messages of people telling you like how to beat them. Or you might be in a room and it'll like look up to the left, secret, something. It's like mm-hmm. it's, a lot of them will help you. But mm-hmm. a lot of them is people trolling and bullshitting. But you, no. it's just an unnecessary amount of time looking through messages yep. to look for a good one if it's messages all over the place. Because there was tons of messages on the fucking ground. Yeah, I imagine it'd be everywhere. worse for PC than it is for console. Oh, it was everywhere. So, no, that's not it. So, I still got to find... I'm going to still just play the Sims. Damn, Man. you didn't even get to find the boss. No. That's what I was waiting for you to do. Fight something. It, because if... <clears throat> because you said... Like, the bosses are kind of, like, their own little separate, and, like, exploring the world was its own little thing, which exploring the world is the part that um, appeals to me most. If exploring the world is going to be confusing and shit, uh-uh. I, I already knew I wasn't going to want to play it. 
Because yeah, it wasn't no, going to make the boss fights worth getting through if I hated having to like go to find the next thing to do. So, no. Um, I'll find something. I don't have to and do it's it. not like, again, the game is not really mission-based. Yeah. You know, the game is that they let you loose, and when you see people that there are that you can hit, then you can hit them and get points out of them and maybe find a chest or something that got some weapons or something in it. But you're not going to find a person that say, hey, go to this cave and find me some things and blah, 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 blah. It, it's not that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're going to run into bosses. You're going to walk into a room and then, like, I, I just walked into a fucking random room. I was like, okay. And it was a fucking statue of a cat that was a boss. And I was like, oh my God, I was not really prepared for this shit. Games prepare you for bosses. This game just throw a boss at your ass after you've been running around for 35 minutes without no save. And now you're going to die and you got to have to start back over where you was at before. I don't like this shit, bro. Well. I do not like it. Uh, right now, I'm just going to play The Sims and my time at Stay Rock and until I discover what my next <laughs> game will be. Um, I'm going to find you a game. Lee, uh, so I got the, the ROG Ally instead of Steam Deck just but for the <clears throat> for the same reason that I have an Android phone and not an Apple. Um, the ROG Ally is a lot more of an open system where you can utilize other games. Like you can do that on Steam Deck, but it takes more. It's it's more steps to do that. Like out of the box, I could do the xbox um cloud streaming i could do steam like it's just simpler and i'm used to working with windows and it runs on um, the operating system is uh windows so um it's just it feels familiar and it does have <clears throat> a better graphics card and some other things that made me choose that one. So I had researched it. I, the purchase was impulsive, but knowing that I wanted it was not. I guess is yeah better way to. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to tell you that before I forgot. So I don't even have Elden Ring anymore. Well, and I don't care why you ain't playing it. I support not playing the shit. Well, and Steam. Um, Steam will only give you a refund if you played the game for less than two hours. So I got an I was in that shit for an hour, fifty three minutes. I was like, I didn't even know that. I wonder if it's a max max on how many times you can do that shit. As long as it's been less than two hours, uh, it seems like they're pretty willing to give you your money back. Mm-hmm. So, um, Nintendo will not fucking do that. You buy a game with Nintendo and you just show us. Gotcha, bitch. That's <laughs> it. That is it. Because um, I bought a game. I don't like turn-based games. So but anybody that's listening that's going to suggest a game for me, Baldur's Gate 3 looks really great, but I don't like turn, the, the D&D turn-based picking what they do. I, don't, I want to move the character and do the fighting. I don't want to assign them to go. Mm-mm. Baldur's Gate is not for me. I don't like games like that. And I accidentally, da- I forgot what the name of the gay boy is, downloaded a game to um, my Switch that I thought was going to be like where I was fighting and it was actually turn-based and I, I hated it, but I couldn't get my money back. So it's just sitting in my switch library now for no reason. Um, I like Gate. Huh? I like but you Gate like D and D and that kind of thing. Like, I don't like that. I think you like D and D. 
I don't have enough imagination. I just really don't. I just you don't have to have enough imagination. You just got to create an unimaginative character to interact with imaginative characters. Matter of fact, that's how I am when it comes to when being in a room with fucking what what Leroy catch a new name. Oh, um, I don't know. I can't remember his new name. God mm-hmm. damn it! I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I. I maybe if I did it, I would enjoy it. But him the and idea Neutron. Of, oh yeah. Him and Neutron. When I was in D and D with him and Cliff, Rockman three, three K. I ain't heard them say that shit in a long enough time. I'm definitely going to their names with Rockman. I was the motherfucking unimaginative nigga. But I'm saying unimaginative. I can create like a story. I'm saying that sitting around and like talking out what I'm doing does not sound appealing to me. Like that don't sound fun. I need visual visuals and graphics and and, like tabletop games don't give me that. Well, I guess I guess what it is is uh, scenario solving. That's why I think you would like it. I think it, you're given a scenario to be reasonable and to make a reasonable decision. And so it's like, okay, so the king sent y'all to this cave to go and find this beast. And the king is going to give y'all a $100,000 reward to, to slay this beast. But when you get there, you find out that the beast is under a spell and is trapped and you have the option to go like it, it's so many different components to where the and the way DD been going on for a long time. I'm just making up some bullshit. The scenarios they have are very, very compelling. You know, and at the end of the day, you could is the is the wolf telling the truth or is the wolf lying? And so one member of the party might have a, a truth spell to use, you know. And or, or you might be that person that had a true spell. You might use that. Like it's so many different things that you could do. But it's scenario. It's creative scenario solving. <clears throat> I think you know I anybody know. who would sit down and play a fucking a board game could play D and D and enjoy it more than a board game. But I, f- I still, it's the visual aspect. I'm literally just sitting here looking at y'all while we're talking. For the entirety of this time. Like that. I, there's nothing visual. There's nothing for me to engage with. Other than just sitting there talking. Maybe. And that's the piece that. I'm missing. I I, I feel like for me. But it, it, I might surprise myself. And like but either it. way. I feel like. <clears throat> see Red the kind of person is. The more that I more that I say. Out loud. That I think you're going to like it. The more in her brain. She's committing to not liking it. So I, I got to lay off of it for now. You know, because I'm leaving room for her future man to be a D&D fan and for us to be in a campaign one day just because she's trying to be supportive of him. So I'm leaving room for that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fuck it up for him. <laughs> I need to, I got to lay off of it, y'all, because red. She got, I don't even think she control this system that be happening inside, but it be happening. I don't. I don't. Once okay. she commit to some shit that she don't, once she don't, once she, once, okay, let me tell you something. Once she verbalizes something she don't like, leave that fucking shit alone. <laughs> and if the shit that she verbalized that she don't like is about you, you got a nickname behind for your behind your back, nigga. Probably. Just <laughs> <laughs> let y'all know. So. Probably. Be likable. Uh, huh? Be likable around Red. 
Or don't be. I mean, people, it, it, again, it depends on if you give a fuck about whether I like you or not. Everybody don't care. Um, The theme is biology. Okay, so DNA, DNA test and biological children, fathers, relatives. Yeah. Mind you, I picked these five weeks ago. <laughs> so I don't remember any of them. I know there was one that I really wanted to do at the time. Don't remember which one it was. Maybe I will as I read them. Mm-hmm. All right. All of these are MI the assholes. All of them have been uh, designated as assholes per the usual. Um, am I the asshole for refusing to take a DNA test to confirm my fiance and I are not related because I'm uncomfortable sharing my DNA with big business? You more uncomfortable with sharing your DNA than fucking your close relative? <laughs> I mean, you're gonna share his DNA with somebody, he's just choosing who it's gonna be. Am I the asshole for emailing my fiance's dad about her DNA results? Mind your fucking business. And your you life will be spared. Emailing her daddy about some shit between her daddy and her. That doesn't got nothing to do with you, fiance. You trying to become a spouse, then you need to sit the fuck down. Um, am I the asshole for not wanting to defend my adopted mother from my biological mother? Am I the asshole for telling my sister, my, oh, he, so my son-in-law. Am I the asshole for telling my son-in-law that he's not my grandson's biological parent and he doesn't have a right to stop his mom from seeing him? Would I be the asshole for not introducing my daughter to her biological mother? Am I the asshole for not introducing husband's biological daughter to her biological siblings? Am I the asshole for skipping my biological daughter's graduation to attend my potential stepkids instead? So they ain't even your stepkids yet. And am I the asshole for telling my cousin her bio- who her biological father really is? Now, um, normally I would say mind your business and your life will be spared. However, I'm in a situation where if I found out the paternity of my brother, I would fucking tell him. So... I'm going to remain mom on that one. Because <laughs> I will tell the name. You choose That's the ones I, to do this time. Ain't nobody going. You um, choose the ones you want to do. Uh, I can't remember which one it was that I really wanted to do. I'm going to assume that it was the one about the relatives. Like, why would you not want to make sure that you're not related to your Let's do that one first. Fiance. Uh, okay. Am I the asshole refusing to ta- for refusing to take a DNA test to confirm my fiance and I are not related because I'm uncomfortable sharing my DNA with big business? He's 27, she's 26. So my fiance is adopted. She was adopted at birth and hasn't had any contact with her birth family. She read an article a few months ago about a married couple who were both adopted and found out they were biological siblings six years into their marriage. Now she's worried that that might be us, even though I was not adopted. I've explained to her over and over again that my parents have been faithful to each other, so there is no way that we are siblings. How do you know what your parents was doing? She still wants us to get tested in case there is an uncle or other relative of mine that slept around. She knows her birth mother was a prostitute and our families lived in the same major city. I think she's being ridiculous. I don't want to waste $200 on us getting tested. I don't want to have my DNA sitting somewhere in some database where it can be hacked into. I also don't want my data sitting on a website 
um, where anyone connected to my tree can find me. It weirds me out. I told her I wasn't comfortable with her getting tested either because who knows what skeletons her biological family has in the closet. I don't want her to find out she's related to bad people and then be upset. Her mama was already a prostitute. It's like, and that's not to say prostitutes are bad people, but I'm saying like, we already know that she doesn't come from, you know, road scholars. Um, I also don't want half of my future kids genetic makeup sitting in some confidential corporate database. I told her all of this, but she still brings it up. I may have crossed the line today when I told her she was being disrespectful of my family by indicating one of them may have abandoned their child. She started crying and left. She's not answering any of my phone calls or texts. And her sister is calling me an asshole for saying mean things about her biological family. As far as I'm concerned, they abandoned her, so they are dead to me, and I don't owe them any respect. On the other hand, they're genetically related to her, so maybe by proxy I'm calling her a deadbeat too. I still don't want either of us to do the test, but I have a feeling this isn't going to blow over. So am I the asshole if I continue to stand firm and refuse to get tested? Um, yes. Yeah, I mean... Ain't it other ways? Ain't it other ways to get I was just test DNA say, and goddamn like, like with the big business DNA? You can systems? do it at a doctor's office. Like when people have paternity tests, they're not sending it off to some big warehouse. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there are other situations in which people check uh, DNA and paternity and those kind of things where it isn't sending it off to Twenty Three and Me. So yeah, y'all can there's check other ways to do it. Yeah, like you could just check. For DNA markers in your blood yep. locally, like it don't have to be no damn one of them big systems. Now, so either one or two things is happening. Either he ain't smart enough to know that there's other options. You know, it's clear that he ain't looked into no other ways to do this, or he really don't want to find out some shit. I mean, it, it, are they from the small, same small town? Like, is there a reason for him to be worried about the possibility that it could be true? Because on, on the surface, this is just a, a irrational trauma response. Like, every one of your boyfriends ain't going to possibly be your family member. But I can understand why that trauma of knowing somebody that that happened to could be this, the case the way you want to be sure. But... Especially for the person you're going to marry, because this ain't just somebody she's dating. This is who she's going to marry and potentially have kids with, as opposed to just, like, previous niggas. Yeah, but, I'm, but on the surface, like, there's no reason, like, there's no reason for you to think that the next person you meet might be a part of your family. People don't think like that. She thinking like that because of trauma. And so he can help her appease that trauma and put all of that shit to rest. Not doing it is stupid. Simple fix. Ease yeah. that trauma immediately. So to me, you not doing it is kind of not smart, bro. Uh, and I say you the asshole because of how you talking to her about it being disrespectful. Not necessarily the entire situation, but at the point that you say you disrespecting my family, how the fuck is she disrespecting your family, bro? Oh, because listen, let me tell you something. Y'all really need to stop putting y'all parents on a pedestal. Because you talk about your both of your parents was faithful the whole time. How the fuck do you know that? You don't know that. That's not a good argument. You, you don't know what your parents is doing. Okay? And you're going to feel real fucking silly if your daddy die 
and a bunch of children at the funeral because that's happened before. Um, I, I just, I don't understand. Yeah, man, so, I'm tripping, bro. I thought so. Okay, I had to look it up before I said this had been wrong. Um, it used to be, and there's still some states that require it, that you have to get blood tests to get a marriage license. Really? Yeah. Currently, blood tests, are, blood tests are required in Connecticut, the District of Columbia, Georgia, Indiana, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, and Oklahoma. Why would you have to do that? Blood tests uh, were enacted to prevent persons with venereal and other sexually transmitted diseases from obtaining a marriage license and passing the disease to a spouse or children in the marriage. That don't sound right. That sounds like, sound like a, a fucking surface, sneaky ass reason that like it sounds like that's a fake reason to make that legislation. Uh, in the late 1930s states began to pass laws requiring men and women applying for marriage licenses to demonstrate proof of blood tests showing that they did not harbor communicable syphilis I mean motherfuckers with STDs can't get married well it's to let if you have it and didn't tell your partner or if you have it and don't know it so that your partner knows and finds out. I don't think it's like saying that if you have it, you can't get married, but it's like you have to have had a test to show that everybody on the same page as far as what your your positivity is. Oh. But I know uh, most states don't do it now. But I thought I had heard of that, but I wanted to look it up before I said that shit. Uh, almost all the states in the U.S. have dropped any blood test requirement before getting married. Um, so, yeah. But that used to be a thing. So he really would have been upset, I guess. Back in the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's simple. It's a simple thing to to put her at peace. You don't have to go through like a big law, like I said, 23andMe or no shit like that. There are ways to get it done. And if this is going to make her feel better, I don't know why you wouldn't because it's it's simple and easy. I wish it was easier for people to leave people. <laughs> well, she probably got all kind of attachment and abandonment issues being adopted. She ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I wish motherfuckers would just be like, all right, you don't want to get the test. I'm going to go find a motherfucker who will. Um, let's see which other one. I I want to know about this one because uh oh it's a it's a different different uh, from a different uh, culture. Okay, I don't know why I couldn't think of it. Um, the am I the asshole for uh for telling my cousin how her who her how who her biological father really is. Um, my native language. Well, well, again, I would tell my brother. So, um, only because though my family uses his not knowing who his father is as an excuse for his behavior. So tell the nigga then. Gotcha. 
Uh, my native language is not English, so please excuse the mistakes. My breaking point was when my 20-year-old female cousin and 11-year-old female, I'm assuming a cousin, was forced by her biological father to learn Latin instead of Spanish. Even though she really wanted to learn Spanish, she really loves that language. Her biological father, let's call him Ulrich, was never really in her life to begin that with. That ain't that nigga real name? Ulrich? I know. Why that's the fuck very... would that be your fake name? <laughs> I think that that nigga real name. <laughs> ain't no way you using that shit for a motherfucking fake name. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, her biological father, let's call him Ulrich, was never really in her life to begin with. He started cheating on his ex-wife a month after my cousin was born, had the audacity to demand the whole house uh, after the divorce. She, let's call her Josie. Yeah, these gotta be their names. Like, these are not the names that you just, like, pick when you just... <laughs> no, it, it, uh, she's at Ulrich's every second weekend. Every time she come home after it, she was sick. Ulrich never cared for her when she was at his place. And only sometimes his girlfriends took care of Josie. Then she tried to connect many times with her dad, even as a little child and tried liking things he likes, but he was never interested in her and acted cold for which, which made her really sad for years. He's always holding his own family dinners. He's invited to ours and he's never inviting her. He also never got her gifts for from himself as well. Also, as a side note, he never apologized to Josie's mom. Josie's mom doesn't really want confrontation with him, so she never stood up for Josie on topics like the language event. He had many different girlfriends over the years, and not all of them were so nice to Josie, and it was an unstable environment for her. I only told her now because she was too young, and I really, and I really had direct influence in it, and I didn't really have direct influence in it this the language barrier uh, the language event was the point where i couldn't keep it down anymore since that's not just a family matter but her own choice i was afraid he would try to manipulate josie to think her mom is the bad one because her mom never really took sights because she's too big too people pleasing i don't know what that this one's very difficult because i don't know what it's saying <laughs> josie was glad i told her but needs time now to deal with the new information it's hard for her because she has no father figure since she has no stepfather and her biological one is an asshole now her mom thinks that i'm a bad influence for her daughter because it wasn't my job to tell her and started a huge argument so am i the asshole my first time posting on reddit uh, a friend recommended it so what did she tell josie about her daddy oh but the, her daddy wants shit basically mm. so she just told her your daddy did you, you know is a terrible human. Okay. Why would you need to do that? The only thing he said was your daddy is an asshole. Uh, pretty much. That's the is it true? Thing. Yeah. Then what the fuck the mama mad about? I think the kid's only 11. Okay. What is she waiting for daddy to not be an asshole? What? What, what is your hope? Like what can you at what age can you tell a child something about their daddy that's bad? Like this might be one of them mamas that's still in love with that man. <laughs> well, as she said that she don't she's not confrontational, so she won't stand up to the dad. Who the mama? Um yeah, the mama. Yeah, so the mama just don't want 
I wonder if it was an abusive type relationship, though. Because that would be a reason that a mama would and probably should respond like that. I don't know. I don't know. There's a scale of shit that you shouldn't tell a child about their parents if it ain't your goddamn business. You shouldn't tell them that that ain't your daddy. You shouldn't tell them that's really your uncle or your aunt. Like, you shouldn't tell them that kind of shit, right? Um... Now, I guess from your situation, the sibling piece, I guess it depends. You got a very you got a very solid foundation for telling your brother. Because again, like you said, if they use the shit as the reason why he be fucking up, then use the truth for giving him some clarity. Yep. Um But this is probably why they'll never let me find out. <laughs> They know I'm, your ass, huh? They know I look because you ain't gonna keep telling me that shit to excuse his behavior. So if that's the problem, I'm gonna fix it by giving him the information he so desperately wants. Mm. It's simple to me, but you know, maybe they'll never let me find out so we'll never get to we'll never move beyond this conversation <laughs> what can you always say um in that war speech he said they were all wondering what i would do if i didn't win we'll never know <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know yeah um gotcha yeah, now this is this doesn't seem real run of the mill. Your daddy ain't shit. Like his mama's telling folks all over the country that shit. Yes, but it's like I don't know. Telling what's the scenario that that could go bad? Telling a kid that they father ain't shit. Yeah, could go bad for the person that told him. In any scenario. Um, I mean, sometimes when parents do that shit, uh, I got a a situation now where the kid is discovering that the dad is not as bad as the mom has been making him out to be as far as her interactions with him. Like what he did in the marriage is separate from him being a good dad or not. And so now she has some resentment towards her mom for basically keeping her from him for what seems like an unreasonable like reason. Mm-hmm. So you could become the bad guy in your story if you talk down on the other parent. But this wasn't a parent talking bad about it. Yeah, it makes it perfect for somebody else to do the shit. Yeah. It makes it perfect. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't okay. think I. I don't think it will make no difference to me. Yeah. When I tell a kid that they dad, that's eleven, that they daddy's an asshole, I don't see no problem with the shit. I just don't see no problem with it. Mm, I, I mean, I've told kids like because I, I. My father is the king of the assholes, okay? Sometimes having the acknowledgement that it ain't you (laughs) 
helps if especially if you're being made to feel like it is you mm-hmm. um so i ain't told kids that their dad or their mom was an asshole but i you know you know i you 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 get born to who you get born to yeah and some of us we don't get lucky and when you don't get lucky you have to accept that parent as who they are that doesn't mean you have to like it it don't mean you have to be around like i set boundaries as far as like dealing with my dad so i've accepted that's who he is i don't expect him to be nobody else but who he is i don't like who he is but in me accepting who he is it afforded me the ability to be able to manage how i needed to interact with him so that's the route that i usually take is like maybe not shit talking to parent but like they are who they are so what can we do if he gonna exist in this way and there's nothing you can do about it what can we do to, to keep your sanity? Because your parents are your parents, unfortunately. What about The Witcher? The Witcher. <clears throat> yeah, The Witcher 3. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The Witcher, yeah. Okay. The Witcher would be all right. I I found it I found the um I found the controls very complex. Oh, I couldn't play it. I mean, I think you'd be fine with it. You you're you're a technical enough person to deal with that. I just don't have a tolerance to deal with certain type of shit in games. So it's like he got like two swords, one for one for one type of bad guy, one for another type of bad guy, and it's a whole magic system that you got to do with controls to pull out the magic system. So when an enemy running up on you, you got to very quickly know which fucking way you got to kill this thing, otherwise you're gonna have a bad fight. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like putting up that shit in my head. I'm still gonna play The Witcher three at some point. At that time in my life, it was not gonna be it. <laughs> You know, so The Witcher 3, I think, would be a good one, yeah. Let me check that out. The Witcher 3. When you say The Witcher, it made me think of... made me think of another game. What the hell else game? What the game was I thinking about? Oh, shit, you can play God of War now. Yeah. Oh, God of War. You might like... You should like God of War. Uh, I feel like... And you ain't been having PlayStation, so you ain't been able to play, and it had not been PC. Maybe I'll watch somebody else. I watch people uh, do playthroughs sometimes. I feel like I'll watch somebody play it. It's dark as fuck. Like, that deer that died at the beginning? Say what? Who was on the deer scene with his son? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, God damn. Yeah, it's. It's fun though. Like it got, got a lot of fun battles. It got a lot of mini games in it in, within the battles. Mm-hmm. I think you like that, probably. Um, have to get the PS uh, two or the PS the PlayStation. Uh, I don't even have that one downloaded. The the computer, whatever the application that you can get to. Because is it called? You can do the streaming from them as well. Well, it's a, it's a PC game. They have it on PC. You can download oh. it from Steam. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't need to play any play anything PlayStation. Okay. You can play it on Steam. Um, damn, I forgot I actually got a God, a God of War card for the newest one down here, but I didn't beat the last one to um get on my PlayStation. Mm. But yeah. 
That's uh yeah, that's that was a very quick transition away from that last letter. <laughs> it was because uh I was looking at games. <laughs> looking at games, eh? We had a mini we had a break that y'all aren't gonna hear, and during the break I was looking at games and I came across the Witcher three. Yeah, we had a break because I got a phone call, you know, whatever. So that's what I was doing. Um, mom, 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 mom. What I was gonna say? Mm-hmm. It was not important. Clearly, <laughs> I'm just thinking about games. I'm probably texting you games that you should check out. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, I wanted, I, I, you know, I be wanting to tell people about games that I like. You know what I'm saying? But games that you like don't always ain't always compatible with games that other people would like yes you know so a part of me wants to tell you about some rogue likes is that the one where where you die you have to start over yeah nah i mean there's it's such a again it's such a high range of rogue likes that they all not like that the only one i play uh what is it Dead cells, yeah. Mm. Dead cells ain't uh, ain't one I would one ain't I would, ain't one I would recommend necessarily. And then there's one where it's like, is he the devil's son or? Yeah, um, I can't remember the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. I tried that one too. I could I couldn't figure that one out. I got stuck at a part where I couldn't figure out how to get to the next level or some shit. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nah, this this was the episode. <laughs> you got anything <laughs> else on your mind? No. Uh, you didn't want to do any news? Oh my God. You don't have to. I'm just. I know, man. I'll wait till next week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not everybody know what's going on with Israel and Palestine and I started writing something up that I think I'm going to put on Facebook I haven't finished it yet so I want to get all my thoughts out about it before I really just start freestyling so I'll wait until next week to do that that said oh damn it's been too long Uh, until we kind of next conversation we out holla